Welcome to the e-commerce badassery podcast, the place for scrappy female entrepreneurs who want to learn actionable steps and strategies to grow the traffic, sales, and profit in your e-commerce business. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster, a 20-year retail veteran who spent three years as the only employee of a seven-figure online store. That shit was crazy. I know exactly how it feels to do all the things, and I'm sharing everything I learned the hard way so you don't have to. I may have started this business by accident, but supporting badass bosses like you lights me the fuck up, and I am so stoked to see you grow. Are you ready, babe? Let's roll. What is up, e-commerce friend, and welcome to the e-commerce badassery podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster. How would you like to increase revenue in your e-commerce business without having to spend more money on ads or acquire new customers? I'm sure that's one of the main reasons you listen to this podcast, and that's what we're going to talk about today. One of my early episodes, I talked about quick wins for e-commerce success. It's episode four, if you've never heard it, and I'll put a link in the show notes. What I talk about in that episode is that there are only three ways to make more money in your business. Acquire new customers, bring your customers back more often, or get your customers to spend more when they're already shopping. Of course, getting them to spend more when they're already shopping is the easiest and least expensive way to do this, followed by bringing them back more often, which makes sense, right? We know it's cheaper to keep an existing customer than it is to acquire new ones. So for today's conversation, I wanted to dive a little bit deeper into how to do this with upsells and cross-sells and the different ways you can implement this into your e-commerce business. So first, let's clarify the difference between an upsell and a cross-sell. A true upsell is selling the customer a bigger or better version of the same product. So for instance, if you sell coffee and you offer a 12-ounce package and a 24-ounce package, the goal would be to get more people to purchase the 24-ounce package. Or maybe you sell lashes and you can sell them one pair or a package of three. Another example would be if you have a new version of something. You see this mostly with techie type products. You'll see this a lot on Amazon as well. Let's say you go to buy an Instapot or a camera. On the actual product page, Amazon will tell you there's a newer or updated version of this product and link you right to it. A cross-sell, on the other hand, is a complementary product to what the customer is already buying. So if someone is buying a pair of pants, you might want to cross-sell them a top. If someone is buying a candle, you might want to cross-sell them a wick cutter or a reed diffuser. You get the picture, right? So how do you implement this? Well, there's three main ways or steps in the customer journey that you can do this. Before they check out, right after they check out, or later down the road in email. And let's break these down a little bit more. If we're talking before they check out, how would you actually implement this on your site? The easiest way is to add an app. And if you're on Shopify, there's a ton of options. I'll link to a couple in the show notes for you. Essentially, you want this to pop up for them either when they add the product to their cart or when they hit the checkout button. How you implement this specifically will depend on the app you choose, your website, and your product assortment. 
For instance, if you've got an Ajax cart, and that's just the one that slides out from the side or pops up after a customer adds something to their cart, where it doesn't redirect the customer to the cart page, you might have to offer the cross-sell when they hit the checkout button instead of the add to cart button because there's some like tech conflict there. I don't fully understand the tech side of it. I just know on Shopify it's a common issue. Usually what this will look like is one to three product suggestions based on the item the customer is already planning to buy. When you use this method, you ideally want the item you're cross-selling to be about 20 to 30% of the retail price of the item they were already purchasing. So if they're buying something for $100, you want the cross-sell item to be 20 to 30 bucks. This is of course something you can test, but you want to try and avoid asking them to say double what they were planning to spend. That's too big a barrier to purchase. If you're offering an upsell, like a bigger version of what they're purchasing, you can call out how much they'd end up saving if they buy the bigger version. Generally, the customer is getting a deal because they're buying in bulk. Think about when you shop at the grocery store. If you look at the price labels on the shelf, it will tell you the unit price. So what is the cost per ounce or the cost per liter? The bigger the package, the lower the price per unit because you have less packaging. Another way to offer cross-sells or upsells is with recommended products on the product pages. This is a much more passive way to do this, and I haven't really seen any hard evidence of how successful it is, but it likely can't hurt to show them. Many of the newer Shopify themes have this built in already. It's likely just a box you have to tick in your theme settings. And you may also want to offer it on the product page itself, near or in the description. Like I mentioned with the Amazon upsell example, if you've got a newer product, you may want to add that to the product description and link to it. Or if you're selling mommy and me matching clothing, you may want to just call out the matching outfit and link to it in the product description. And lastly, you can add the cross-sells or upsells in the cart itself. You'll definitely need an app for this, and it might be harder and more expensive to implement than the others, but for a more advanced business, this is a great option. But what about after they check out and already made their purchase? This can be really powerful because they've already committed to buying from you. They've already typed in their credit card number and placed an order, showing that they're comfortable giving you their money. If you're going to use this method, though, you'll want to get much more specific about what you're selling them and how it ties to the product they're already buying. Because they've already completed the purchase and made their buying decision, it really needs to be a no-brainer for them, and you don't want them to have to think too hard about it. Note that here we're really talking about cross-sells because I don't believe the technology allows you to truly replace the item that they've already purchased. So if you sell them the 12 ounce and they check out, you'll want your after checkout offer to be either an additional 12 ounce coffee or a complimentary item. You can't replace the 12 ounce with the 24 ounce at this stage because the order has already been placed. You can even get a little extra fancy at this stage if it makes sense for your business. Have you ever purchased a digital product on the internet? First you buy the product, then they offer you another complimentary product, and maybe even another product after that. 
Before you know it, the original $149 product you bought turns into a $300 purchase because of all the other offers they made. Now, I don't recommend you go crazy here. It can be really off-putting to the customer. But with an app like Zipify's one-click upsell, you can create multiple post-purchase offers that show up for the customer. So for instance, let's use the candle example again. First, the customer buys a candle. So you offer them a reed diffuser after checkout. Maybe they feel like their reed diffuser is too expensive and they don't take you up on your offer. Then you can offer them the wick cutter instead as a downsell. A downsell is just a cross-sell that costs less than what you were trying to sell them. You follow what I'm saying? Okay, so we talked about before checkout and right after checkout. Let's talk about how to do this in email because there are a few ways you can approach this. One way is to actually mimic the after checkout experience, but do it in an email instead. And I'll give you an example here. In my previous job, we couldn't use Zipify one-click upsell because it wasn't truly integrated with Shopify checkout and we had an ERP integration and it just wasn't going to work right. But I created a similar experience with email. So once someone made a purchase, first I would check they purchased something from the toy category, but not the cleaner category. If those conditions were true, then I sent them an email offering them a branded cleaner that we had a really good margin on at a discount just a couple of minutes after they made their purchase. And we saw a really good conversion rate on that. Doing this through email is a great way to test it out, improve the concept before you invest in another app. But I would recommend that if you see it working to make the switch because it will likely perform even better once you have it during the existing checkout experience. Now, depending on your product, offering a cross-sell right after checkout might be too soon, especially if you don't have a wide assortment or if your products are all similarly priced. Like I mentioned earlier, asking someone to double what they were planning on spending might be a bit tough. This is where your post-purchase email series comes in. So after you send them a personal thank you, whatever educational material they need, etc., you can add a cross-sell email into your post-purchase series. When you offer this depends on a few different factors, so you'll really need to think it through for your business specifically. But having that sent out automatically would be super helpful for you. But you don't necessarily have to do this through automation only. You can do this through campaigns as well. And you're going to want to use segmentation to really get this right. So let's say you have a new product that comes in or even a product you already have that you know complements another product that you sell. You can create a segment of people who purchase product a, and then send them a one-off email that features product B. Of course, if they already purchased product B, you'll want to exclude them from the segment. What's cool about doing this is that you can really personalize the message to the subscriber you're sending to. So let me give you an example to illustrate this, and we'll roll with the candle example. Let's say you sell a salted caramel scented candle, which if any of you listening do, please message me on Instagram because I would like to buy one. And now you have a re-diffuser of the same scent. You can create a segment of people who have purchased the salted caramel scented candle. 
but not the reed diffuser and say something like, we hope you're loving the scent of your salted caramel candle. Now enjoy our reed diffuser. That's a really lame example of copywriting, but you get the idea. Now, this doesn't mean you don't send the reed diffuser to your other customers. It's just that the messaging is different. So for someone who has never purchased the scent itself, you're going to talk more about why the scent is so awesome versus why the reed diffuser is awesome. Does that make sense? Sheesh, I feel like I can't articulate shit today. And this is a process that you can repeat over and over in your email marketing. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a new product. It can just be a product that you already have. Maybe the customer didn't take you up on the cross-sell item in the beginning when you first offered it to them on the website, so you want to follow up a month or so later and try selling it again. It's possible if they were a new customer, maybe they weren't ready to spend that much money with you, or they just weren't ready to spend that much money at that time at all. So this isn't a one-and-done opportunity. You can still follow up later in the journey with them and try and sell them these complimentary products. And the same goes for consumable products where you have multiple sizes. Maybe they start out with the 12 ounce to test it, right? But once you see they've purchased it a second time and have committed to continuing to buy it, you want to let them know, hey, we have a 24 ounce option and you'll save some money if you buy the bigger version. And this also works for the newer version of a product. So if you made a 2.0 version of something, send that to everyone who purchased the 1.0 version. I would treat the messaging similarly to the candle and reed diffuser example. It's not that you're only sending it to the people who bought version one. It's just that you're going to change the messaging a little bit. So you can say something like, hey, if you loved version 1.0, you're really going to love these new features. We heard your feedback. This is what we changed. Something along those lines. So I want to know, how much effort have you been putting into cross-sells or upsells in your business? If you're listening to this in real time, don't forget to join me on Thursday at 2 p.m. PST live on Facebook and Instagram so we can talk more about how you can implement this into your business. And remember that raising your average order value and getting your existing customers to come back more often are the cheapest and easiest ways to increase revenue in your e-commerce business. And on that note, I'm out. Have a kick-ass rest of your day and I'll see you on the flip side. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you're looking to surround yourself with more product entrepreneurs who totally get your life right now, get your booty on over to the e-commerce badassery Facebook group. Can't wait to see you there. Until next time, e-commerce friends, stay badass.